it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another SmackDown study. This is your SmackDown study for January 14th, 2022. Doing this a little later than normal. You've always been exhausted lately. So I changed it up a little bit. Now I'm recording just for this week only. Uh, the next day, let my mind settle on things, get some rest. But now I'm back ready to go so smackdown last night another great show i know that their their quality has kind of gone down a little bit since the draft which was expected um monday night raw was just in terrible condition <laughs> so they pulled over some of the best talent that smackdown had to offer to help offset what was going on on raw and raw has actually picked up pretty well SmackDown, still, though, doing real good. Obviously, we have some big stars over there. And speaking of stars that have left for Raw, tonight, Seth Rollins returned to go face-to-face -face with Roman Reigns ahead of their match at the Royal Rumble. Oh, man, not going to lie. I was very excited for this face-off because both of them have been doing killer promos. Roman, obviously, as you know, since the whole Tribal Chief gimmick started, he's been almost untouchable when it comes to promo work. But then there's Seth Rollins, who's been doing some of his best promo work since his discovery of his drip godness. So I was very much looking forward to seeing what would happen at the end of this show tonight. So we kicked things off with an announcement from Michael Cole that Lita would be returning to SmackDown tonight and would be having herself an interview with Michael Cole talking about the Rumble. So I know that was discussed a little earlier in the day on Friday, um, but I... I missed it. I've been busy, like I said, and I was not on Twitter for the majority of the week, so I missed some news. So this was definitely something that I was looking forward to because growing up, Lita was always one of my favorites to watch. So it's interesting to see what she would have to say later in the show. 
But we kicked things off with a tag team fatal four-way match to determine the new number one contenders for the Usos SmackDown Tag Team Championships. We did, however, get an injury report update that Austin Creed, our king, is out indefinitely with a calf injury after his match last week with the Usos when they were trying to go for the tag team championships. So unfortunately, Xavier Woods is out. Uh, Hopefully he will be able to heal up quickly. Uh, I did hear that he is going to miss the rumble, which is unfortunate. I was hoping to see some, some magic with uh, the new day, maybe being in in there all together at the same time. But unfortunately that is not going to happen. So, your fatal four-way tonight was Los Lotharios taking on Cesaro Mansoor versus Jinder Mahal and Shanky versus the Viking Raiders. And as you could probably tell, this match was ridiculous. <laughs> um, it's nice to see that they're giving gender and shanky a shot the tag team of cesaro and mansoor is a little odd but hey it works it is what it is match was good your winners the viking raiders now this is a good move i want to see how the raiders and the usos are in the ring this should be a lot of fun to see after that, <laughs> we um, had a segment with Sami Zayn. And obviously what happened last week with Johnny Knoxville qualifying for the Royal Rumble after throwing Sami Zayn over the top rope, Sami says that he's he can out-jackass jackass. And, well, yeah, I would say he accomplished that with this segment. So... Sammy uh, comes out, does his normal spiel at the top of the ramp and says that he has his own game, his own show that he wants to debut. And the show is called Insane, which obviously is a great pun, and I appreciate those. So he comes, uh, he goes to the back and comes back out in a shopping cart pushed by a couple of men and he has a ramp set up and pads on the other side stating that he's going to put be pushed in this shopping cart he will sail over the top of the ring and land on the pads now if you saw this ramp maybe a small child could make that jump not someone sammy size and sammy's not a large person by any means so he he gets ready to start going and he keeps making excuses to stop or to have the people stop pushing him and it's just the crowd is clearly booing this and part of me was wondering if he were booing this because it's sammy or booing it because the segment was dumb or a little of both and so sammy ends up getting out of the shopping cart Walking into the ring, starts yelling at the crowd. But when he does that, Boogs shows up. Apparently, he cut all his hair off. 
looking all like a strong man. Sammy's sitting there yelling at him. Nakamura sneaks on the other side. Sammy turns around. He gets a Kinshasa to the face. And then Boogs picks Sammy up, throws him out of the ring onto those mats. So hindsight being 2020, Sam actually made uh, Sammy actually made the jump. <laughs> um, but it's going to be interesting what's going to happen when it comes to the rumble with Johnny Knoxville uh, and Sami Zayn. I know there's going to be something crazy happening. Obviously, it kind of makes you wonder what's going to be going on with Boogs and Nakamura because Sami Zayn does have that Intercontinental Championship title shot at some point down the road. So it's nice that they're kind of blending two feuds here into one with Sami. Um, but I can definitely expect Johnny to get at least one elimination, and that will be of Sami Zayn. We moved on after that. We're going to have ourselves a singles action in the women's division as Aaliyah who's been pretty much MIA since her Survivor Series, you know, removal, uh, taking on the boat and three times Guinness Book of World Records holder Natalia. Now, before this, Natalia had said to Aaliyah that she was going to uh, make a fourth world record by beating the fastest uh beating uh, her opponent in the fastest amount of time in wwe history which i believe was 3.77 seconds or something close to that so the moment that happened i immediately thought well this is going to blow up in natalia's face i don't know how this is going to happen but we'll see you know what goes on so We get into the ring, and uh, Aaliyah makes her entrance first, Natalia after that. Uh, Natalia, before the match even starts, just starts attacking Aaliyah, just obliterating her in the ring. And uh, the ref tries to stop the match, or tries to say that Aaliyah cannot compete. Aaliyah's like, no, I'm fine. Let's go. Let's, Let's fight. Everything's good. Ref changes his mind, says, fine. She's ready to go. Let's have the match. And literally the moment the bell rang, Aaliyah rolls up Natalia, gets the pin in 3.17 seconds, setting her own record. So now she is in the Guinness Book of World Records as the quickest pin in WWE history, male or female. 3.17 seconds. That's pretty fantastic. So obviously now, Aaliyah is is going to be getting that rub from Natalia, which is outstanding. Uh, Aaliyah has been in NXT forever, I think since the beginning. And just recently, she was called up. She had her little moments with the, the Survivor Series, and then that was taken away from her, which I still to this day do not understand why that happened. But after that, she disappeared. So I actually feared, with especially with all these uh, releases recently, that she would be one of them. She wasn't. Now she has her her shot going on with uh, Natalia, and I like this. Um, Aaliyah definitely still has some work to do, especially on the mic. Uh, her her promo skills 
still leave, you know, a lot to be desired, but that's fine. She can continue working on that. She's used to having people talk for her. So now she has her own opportunities and hopefully she can do well with them. Uh, Natalia, obviously a ring general, three Guinness Book of World Records guys. I mean, that's that's nothing to, that's nothing to scoff at. And, and, and contrary to what Aaliyah said, that that's still a thing. Uh, it's uh, you can't you can't knock Natalia for what she's done in the ring. So I look forward to seeing if this continues on as a feud. I hope it does, and I hope that um, Aaliyah is the one that goes over. But we'll see what happens. After that, we had our interview with Lita. Um, Michael Cole beginning to ask his questions, and then of course they were interrupted by none other, none other than the queen herself, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte coming out and, of course, tossing Trish Stratus under the, <laughs> under the bus, uh, stating that uh, when they had their match in 2019, how Trish was tired of, bored of being a mother and wanting to be relevant, but Trish was able to not get the victory over Charlotte. So she said that at the Rumble, Charlotte will do the exact same thing to Lita. Lita's like, all right, we'll see about that. She punks out Charlotte, first of all, which is hilarious. She goes for a slap and and she she stops herself, but Charlotte's still ducked. And then she hits a twist of fate. Now, this twist of fate was probably one of the goofiest twist of fates I've ever seen. Charlotte doing this promo in heels, God bless her. I, I still the magic of of heels for women god bless you all who who wear them it's just i don't know it it looked weird charlotte never actually hit the mat and um yeah it was it looked kind of weird but it is what it is lita looked good um she hasn't aged at all <laughs> so we'll see how the rumble works out for her um hopefully she's the one that eliminates charlotte it's still kind of miffs me a little bit that a a champion a main champion is in the rumble i know brock did it you know before but that worked out well for drew i don't have as much faith on the women's side of things because we all know how wwe management deals with their their females so i'll hold out some hope but you never know after that we had Seamus looking for some revenge for Ridge Holland after getting his nose dislocated um, and moved to the other side of his face uh, by Ricochet. And they changed Ricochet's music, which very, not very happy about that. I loved his theme. I thought it was a perfect theme for him. Now it's just this, I don't know, generic style music and yeah so rip to another one um i know that obviously wwe is just going through eventually and and killing all the really good themes and unfortunately this one is just the next one on the list and of course with new music what happens ricochet loses (laughs) sheamus does get the victory here and i think now is the time after the rumble to have Sheamus start focusing on the major titles, have him go after the universal title 
because if Seth wins against Roman, I think Sheamus would be a fantastic first opponent for him. So we'll see. So after that, we had more moments with Naomi, Sonya Deville, as this feud continues on. But this time there's a little extra wrinkle. Um, Adam Pearson and Sonya Deville were talking in their office and, you know, they, they were very, you know, they were cold at one point, so they turned up the heat and then they were suddenly getting too warm and, but the AC didn't work. And it seemed weird in the beginning, like what the hell's going on? Like, like, uh, is this like a, a rib? Like what's, you know, what the hell? But it made perfect sense. Naomi had come in earlier in the evening and Sonia had said, Hey, as long as I have this jacket on, I'm your boss. So you can't touch me. Okay, fine. So now that the heat is working too well, it's too warm in the office. Sonia takes off her jacket because obviously she's sweating. And what happens? Naomi gets right in the right in back in the office. Says, "Oh, your your jacket's off. Let's go." Goes to attack Sonia. Adam Pierce intercepts at the last moment and says, "No, no, no. Let's not do this." He actually then goes to bat for Naomi with Charlotte because she had a chance. She was right there to beat Charlotte before Sonya changed the rules on her multiple times. So Adam's like, all right, fine. Let's run it back. You'll have yourself a championship contenders match next week on SmackDown against Charlotte Flair. Naomi seemed okay with that. But obviously, her and Sonya are going to have some moments. And I really, really hope that Sonya's going to be in the Rumble and Naomi is able to eliminate her. Or if it goes the other way, that we actually have ourselves a match between the two of these. At WrestleMania, I think would be fantastic. Put it on night one. I think it'd be great. Um, Naomi deserves her time to shine. And I love Sonya Deville when she was in the ring. I love her, her character now, but I think back in the ring, she'll be back to you know the way she was. After that, we had ourselves a match between Kofi Kingston and Madcap Moss. Kofi announcing that he is in the Rumble, which is outstanding because hopefully now we get to see yet another one of his crazy saves from being eliminated. Um, so we'll see what happens. The crazy thing here, Madcap gets the win. And Baron, yeah, well, he got involved a little bit, but Madcap pretty much did this on his own. So they're trying to push Madcap Moss, him and his terrible jokes. And, well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Going forward, we then went to our main event. Our face-off between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. And this was everything that I wanted. Good verbal battle. They did not fight one another. They did not get into a brawl. The Usos did try to get involved. Obviously, Seth was smarter than that, able to avoid them multiple times. But during this face-off, both got in some really good shots at one another. Um, they tried. <laughs> Seth wanted to do the fist bump for 
you know, the shield and Roman's like, that's below me. That's beneath me now. And I'm like, Oh, that sucks. Seeing Dean Ambrose multiple times during the vignettes that they would show, like the recaps of the shield. And it was, it was kind of cool. Um, obviously I know Moxie's going through some stuff with, with, you know, in life right now, and hopefully he's doing well. And, um, but it's nice to know that WWE hasn't scrubbed him from, you know, existence because they could have, but they didn't. Um, I think the one line that for me that really stuck out was when Roman, when he said to Seth that he, that Seth wasn't even the champion or the challenger that he would have picked for a match. He would have picked his wife. And obviously we all know Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are married and the crowd ate that up. I ate it up. I'm sure a lot of people did. Uh, I'm not a lie. I wouldn't mind seeing Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns. That would be a ridiculous match. Um, but this promo did everything correctly. It made me want to see this match even more. Um, this might even be better than the Rumbles themselves which for me have always been my favorites um, with, you know, surprise entrances and whatnot. I know WWE has tried its hardest to ruin the female side of things, um, but there are still, I believe, nine open spots left. So there's still some chances. We might get a couple from NXT, maybe some other veterans that'll, you know, that'll come back. So we'll see what happens. But that was the show. Like I said, nice, quick show. Appreciated it. As always, um, but guys, yeah, if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Above the Ring as well. You can find myself pretty much everywhere at Scotty J Stream, and you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If you are listening on one that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from Above the Ring. Guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Hopefully you have a wonderful weekend, or if you're listening this during the week, a great week. For those of you watching the NFL playoffs, wildcard weekend is upon us. Very excited for these games this weekend, especially the one Saturday night for the Patriots and the Bills. It's going to be a bloodbath. Hoping my Patriots can pull it off and move on to the divisional rounds, but if not, they had a really good year with Mac Jones being rookie quarterback, getting 10 wins. That's all I could ask for. So, guys, thank you again. Most importantly, though, do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, 
fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.